Hey guys, it's Matt. Before we get into this episode of the podcast, I just want to tell you guys my debut single, 27, is out right now. It's on all major streaming platforms. I have links for it down in the description of the video or listen to this on audio, description of the audio. Please go stream the track. I'm very proud of it. It's a very personal song, and I really hope you guys will dig it. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome back, folks. It's been a little bit, but as you can see, I'm now moved into my new office space. So it's the first podcast in the new space. I got a bunch of new content coming out in the next little bit. Going to start streaming on Twitch, but we'll get more into that down the line. But for now, I have TikTok phenomenon, auto musician, defender of all things music. <laughs> Andy Nega, what's going on, bro? Hi, how are you? Good, man. Good. No, thanks for coming on and doing this. It's really cool. My pleasure. The space looks really nice. Thank you. Yeah, it's a work in progress. We still got yeah. some lights and stuff to put up, but we're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. So um, before we get into like all the tech talk stuff, I, I really want to get a background on you and how you got into music because I know you're out in Ottawa. Yeah. So, so what was your kind of segue leading up to the project that you're currently doing now? Uh. I basically just like played in random punk rock bands for 15 years, give or take, um, playing around the country and just doing whatever, uh, playing a lot of really shitty shows and meeting a lot of really cool people. And then uh, got tired of being in bands because musicians are flaky and I just wanted to, you know, keep working. So I decided to just like go it on my own. And uh, that's been six, six or seven years of Andy Negative. So yeah that's it just just wanted to keep working yeah musicians can be flaky can't they oh yes the flakiest so yeah years of the grind we got six seven years of this project itself mm -hmm. and, and then what what was the decision to move over and start promoting it on tiktok uh i had a friend of mine had suggested it to me when it was musically and so I think I set up an account back then and then was like, ah, oh, it's just people kind of like lip syncing and dancing, which is cool, but I just didn't really do anything with it. And then I think it was just pre pandemic. Uh, someone else had mentioned it again after the name change. And I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just start posting and see what happens. And that was it. TikTok, the transition from musically to TikTok was interesting because I'm kind of similar to you in that fact where I, I did hop on musically just like to try it out and see what it was. But like you, I, I noticed it was mainly like lip syncing to songs yeah. and stuff like that. But then I don't know what the cultural shift was turning TikTok more into kind of a cross between YouTube and Vine almost where it's people posting literally anything like my yeah. TikTok feed is tigers <laughs> opening packages. Yeah. Uh, and then like destruction videos people doing home reno like i have the yeah. weirdest tiktok feed that's cool uh, what's your tiktok feed out of curiosity oh uh it's a lot of like other musicians like pop punk musicians and stuff and like friends of mine now that i've made through the platform um because i boost i try to boost them as much as possible i always watch their contents which is fun but i also get like wolves there's like a couple wolf reservations which i love because i love dogs so that's a big one for me and then um there's another one. 
Oh, it's just like Pokemon stuff will randomly pop up. And that's a big thing for me. So I'm like, yeah, those are like the three things I care about. Music, dogs, and Pokemon. Well, that's the good thing about TikTok. They, they make sure the algorithm is on point like that. Yep. So uh, I, I want to talk to you. The, the, a big reason I wanted to talk to you is because I, I, I came across your TikTok. I popped up in my, in my feed. I saw the the videos, the the style you're editing in, the music itself. I it made me it well, I, I kind of knew this already, but it, it made me realize just how and this is not a slate on anyone in particular, but toxifying the the emo pop punk genre base can be because yeah. the amount of and i'm going to use this word because it was just just sheer abuse and and honestly disrespect i saw in those comment <laughs> sections was kind of appalling because it's what music is it's it's something that is subjective but at the same time people forget and especially with an app like tiktok where people can just be nameless be faceless and post whatever they want without really thinking about it yeah and first off i just want to check in are you okay because i know that kind of shit can really get to people and i've seen it mess people up but also just how are you feeling kind of now post like the sheer onslaught of all that so uh, I've, I've 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 had a lot of people come in and check in on me which has been really really nice um i'm great i'm doing just fine uh i'm no stranger to internet hate i've gotten it lots of times in my life so for me it was this is the most i've ever gotten in a in a landslide kind of fashion uh so it was a little a little tricky to deal with maybe for the first week or so but uh then i just realized there's so much benefits to people hating you that you know it's it's such a useful marketing tool that you can't buy that um but yeah there's a lot of this toxic toxicity kind of like with the community and it's a very this it's like it's nothing new the punk scene i'm just gonna like use that as a catch-all term for whatever all these kind of like alternative genres in that area is like the gatekeepiness and uh i remember like when i was a teenager i was like super overly specific about what did and didn't fit into like the punk thing it was like only music that i connected with this is the only thing that's allowed and nothing else is allowed it has to be what i like otherwise it doesn't count and I think that's just like a very like naive mindset that it just takes people time to get over. And when your entire life is based around your your identity is based around like the music you you specifically connect to, you don't want anybody in there that doesn't fit into that. So I I see why it happens and I get why it happens. I'm just actively always working against that because I feel like the punk scene is supposed to be about inclusivity, letting people be who they are being open to new experiences and and like expressing yourself for who you want to be. And that's why I, I wanted to commend you on that because individuality in music is such a hard thing to come by nowadays, as well as just people being authentically themselves. And, and that's kind of something I, I always push for on the show is, is authenticity in music and people a saying I was saying, and I've been saying it the past few days at my, at my office job, it's a lot of people can't see past their own nose. Yeah. And it, it's really true, especially in this kind of genre, because like you said, we all, we all kind of, all of us who have come through that genre kind of have that almost elite elitism 
mind state for a chunk of time because th- this connects to me, therefore it's right. And it's opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one, but it, <laughs> yeah. doesn't, it doesn't mean you're correct. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I, I had a funny feeling you, you were standing strong because I, I noticed the shift like when, when the hate kind of really started rolling in, just you leaned more into it and started like kind of poking fun at it and just winding the winding the fan bases up a little bit and 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 i love that because i'm always a proponent of chaos so any sort of any sort of chance to kind of combat that it it's it's really i'm i'm really impressed and i I give you huge kudos for that man that's really cool i appreciate that yeah i definitely leaned into it a little bit and yeah i've i'm not leaning into it as much as i was at the time um for my mental health basically because there's no like you can't you can't keep that up to be this like super antagonizing force it like doesn't lead to a positive place long term so for a little bit while everyone was kind of giving me the business i was giving them back you know a bit but now i feel like there's been a big shift for me at least where there's so much positivity now coming at me from a lot of different places that it wouldn't be good for me or those people to be even focusing on any of the kind of negativity that people are sending my way, even though like the last name is negative, like it's just a word. So I'd rather just focus on the people that are enjoying the ride that we're on and hang out with those people instead. Well, and I think that's what it is. It's, it's about having fun because another, another aspect I always focus on and probably too much is life is so limited in terms Mm -hmm. of the time you have here. Mm -hmm. And, it's do you really want to spend that time pushing negativity on to someone else because you don't agree with what someone's doing or you're insecure or whatever or whatever reason it is and advocating for positivity especially in this kind of genre is absolutely needed because music's such a vast landscape of so many different flavors and and thoughts and people and it's it's amazing to see what people can come up with musically when when they put themselves in that scenario and i i'm like i said i'm really impressed with how you handled all of it the the songs are catchy i I can't argue that i thought the songs were catchy they're fun it's it's an expression of you and who you are and people can either love it or hate it and if they hate it they can just move on and yeah focus on something else yeah, and I feel like, especially having the benefit of a bit of, bit of hindsight and a lot of failure, being like an artist in my 30s, I can realize that, as you said, there's like a limited amount of time that you can do stuff with your life. And if by this point in my life, I just want to like do fun stuff, leave fun stuff behind. And even if it's like I'm writing music that maybe is like tackling things that aren't necessarily just like whatever partying or having a good time, like you can tackle that other stuff. But if you're not having fun while you're doing it, I think that comes across to the people that are digesting the music. And for me, I want people that are engaged with what I'm doing to be having fun, even if it's like catharsis over like being depressed. If we can find a way to have fun while we're doing that, it will just make everything better for everybody else, myself included. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, just just out of curiosity, how, how were the people in, in your personal life uh checking in with you and and in relation to everything that was going on because that because obviously the people that care about you are going to be the most concerned so how how were they involved with that 
A lot of the people in my very close personal life don't even use TikTok. Like my my close friends and my and my my parents and my my sibling, he like they they don't use TikTok. So they like they were only aware of stuff coming through as like it's like, "Oh, hey, look, I just posted I'm doing an interview with Fantano." And oh, hey, you know, Danny Gonzalez did a video, but people are like, "Oh my god, what's happening here?" Um so that was more just like they found out about it like after it had already happened it was more just like other musicians in my circle and stuff just reaching out you know sending me dms and just being like hey like this is a lot are you okay and i'm like yeah yeah man i'm great i i i watched the danny gonzalez video because a couple of people sent me that and i i didn't catch the fantano interview just how, how was the fantano like what was his awesome. thoughts on all of it Awesome. He's a really nice guy. He's really down to earth. Um, and uh, he's been a person that I've watched, you know, over over the years. So it was a it was a cool experience. But yeah, he's he was into it. I think obviously it's not so in some cases the most groundbreaking music, but I don't think that every piece of music has to be groundbreaking. So we more just talked about dealing with stuff and getting to know each other. And he said it was like, you know, I get the vibe. He thinks the music is fun. And that's really that's that's it. Right. That's what I'm going for. Well, that's what you're going for. And that's what comes across as it's just you having fun. And like, I can, I can imagine like a, as an industry guy, I can imagine what the live show would look like. And just, it'd be a crowd of people just there, positive vibes, yeah, bright colors everywhere. A lot of jumping, <laughs> a lot of jumping around, and, a lot of jumping and yeah. having fun. Yeah. So the Danny Gonzalez video, I, I, I I had kind of mix of mixed opinions on it, but what what was kind of your reaction to his uh, video on? The, I think it was on his second channel he posted that. Yeah, great. I I loved it. I I was already a fan and I've been watching Danny for a long time. So right away I was like, oh cool, he did a video about me. No matter what happens, like no matter what he says, like for me it's like it's a little bit of affirmation and it'll probably make me laugh. And then him going into it being like, yeah usually I just make fun of people on this channel, but instead I'm going to try to provide some like useful insight as a person who is an internet influencer to another person who's like, you know, in that same sphere, much smaller. So I just really, I had a lot of good takeaways from it and it, uh, it helped me kind of like refocus myself a little bit, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was my concern when I, when I saw he posted a video, cause I, I, I was familiar with him a bit. I've seen a couple of his videos and I know he can kind of really lean into, yeah. lean into people. And I was yeah. like, Oh, don't do this to, to, to poor Andy. Don't do this. And then I watched it. And yeah, like, like you said, he, he, he approached it more from the way of, I think it's cause he even saw just the onslaught of everything and was like, I don't need to add fuel to yeah. this fire. It's let, let's try to add some perspective to the conversation. And I, and I think that's more of what people need is perspective and, and humanizing what is cause, and, and that's kind of my biggest issue with an app like TikTok because it's so easy to hide behind something and say whatever you want. And like, and, and, and that's with every cultural thing that's going on. Like right now, TikTok's blowing up because of the Amber Heard trial, mm -hmm. Johnny Depp yeah, trial, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the whole thing now. But just seeing the amount of people that can just hide behind things and not actually say it out. Because I think my, my view on it is if if you can't say it in person or you you can't, you literally won't say it in person, why should you say it online through a yeah. faceless account? It doesn't really make any yeah. sense. People use the keyboard as kind of like a, a safety, like a like a shield. And they're like, I can say whatever I want through this keyboard and there will be no repercussions to me ever. But yeah, if you walked up to a person in public, most people would never have the stones to 
say something like so incredibly rude. Right. And maybe it's just because we're like Canadian and just raised <laughs> that way. But like, you know, I don't run around like telling people they suck to their faces. Like I don't tell people they suck, you know, behind their back. I'm just not not really that kind of person. But I think, yeah, I just uh, I feel like it's so easy for people to just be mean on the Internet and they feel like there's no repercussions. But then again, you never know, like you find out people are really easy to track down through the Internet and then maybe there are repercussions. Not that I'm going after anybody, but people will learn, I think. Uh, it's 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 about learning and growing and, and kind of getting over that 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 self ignorance and and I I it, I kind of focus it like this like there's there's a bubble that eventually pops for people it's either early mm. in life due to circumstance or it's later in life due to a brick wall hitting them in the face yeah. but that it, it comes about either way and then you you have that realization of wow I've been really wasting my time doing xyz when i could have been doing abc like it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's amazing to see that but w- so with this project what what kind of is the groundwork plan right now like you're put you put out a few songs like are are you planning some touring are you planning a, a full lp like what what's the general landscape looking like right now uh just to cycle back to the thing you said before i answer that um the thing one of the best uh quotes I ever heard. It's a Mike Tyson quote. And it's uh, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. (laughs) And um, having been punched in the mouth before, I can tell you that your your approach to other human beings changes real quick when you realize that you don't want to get punched in the face again. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, So with the anti negative thing right now, I'm I'm just working on new music. I have some shows in the works for the summer. Um, I very much want to tour, but uh, for those that know touring um, as a Canadian into the United States, it's very difficult. And that's where the majority of my audience is. So there's a big process involved and there's pitching for visas and it's a complicated process because they don't really want you just coming over. We have our own musicians. We don't need you. So that's something that's in the works um, and has been for a while. I don't know what it's going to look like. But other than that, I'm always I'm working on my music for next year. I have a bunch of songs that will come out, play some shows with some cool people, hopefully bring some bands from outside of Ottawa to Ottawa, maybe play some shows with them outside of Ottawa and other places in Canada. Um, Yeah, just hopefully make some really cool videos, put out some songs that I'm really proud of and uh, play as many shows as I possibly can. What's been the the industry kind of response to this? Because this show is industry based. Mm-hmm. Like like just any re- any response kind of from any sort of industry related company or has it been just kind of neutral or I- I'm just really curious. Uh, I would say definitely like having since when we were young came out, there's definitely been I've had some conversations with people that are up above me i guess is i don't like you know in the in terms of the industry or whatever or just maybe better connected or or whatever and so there's some stuff in talks right now but i mean it's nothing that's going to be like oh big game changer it's more just like cool that's a step now let's keep moving let's keep climbing up the stairs and just keep doing my thing and you know when the right people come along the right people come along if i jive with them it'll be cool and i'm not like all right i need to get signed to x and y label right now and i need to go tour Europe next week. Um, and I need to get a billboard charting 
record a month from now, it's just like, cool, I'm going to meet some cool people that are hopefully more talented than me and be able to, or talented in different ways than me. And I'll be able to work with them and hopefully just make a cool, a cooler, more fun show for people to enjoy and be entertained by. And, and, and I gotta, I gotta give you kudos again, because that's the mentality that a lot of these young musicians coming in need to have. It's that step-by-step of developing a project, taking your time. Like you said, you, you were on this for six, seven years. And now because of everything going on, it kind of gave you a little boost forward, even mm-hmm. with all the negativity, it yeah. still gave you a boost in the direction and put you in front of a lot of eyeballs. And it's taking the time to build the project that you want to see and the package that you want to put out and, and having that right team of people around you. Because I, I've seen a lot of these like younger musicians now and the thing is it's been going on for decades but just yeah. coming in they, they have a big pop off and all of a sudden they get picked up by a huge label and then they get scalped pretty much and all of a sudden they're they have a big blow up and then nothing yeah. because they didn't have a plan and they rushed it all yeah. too quickly as opposed to it it's i i prefer uh i've i had a conversation with a one of the biggest agents in canada and he explained oh, nice. to me he goes you you want to have an escalator ride up you mm-hmm. don't want an elevator and ever since no. then that's the it, it makes that just it just hits so close to home because it's truly i've seen bands go up the elevator and then they come back down just as quick yeah. like twilight zone tower terror disney world just <laughs> i've ridden that it's crazy it's fun but i wouldn't want to have that be my <laughs> career <laughs> that's it and and there's tons a lot of the bands that i respect the most and that kind of have the biggest influence on me were were bands and artists that you know, every time they released an album, they got bigger. I just happened to come across somewhere in the middle, right? Like bands like Every Time I Die, which rest in peace, or Devin Townsend, which he's still going strong, just doing his own thing. Like their careers, like you said, their escalator rides, they're always growing every time they do something new. And for me, that's always kind of been the, like after you get over the I'm 16 and I want to be a, I want to be the world's biggest rock star mentality, which, you know, disappears really quickly when you're a Canadian musician. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and you realize that it's probably just not going to go like that. Yeah, it's more, like you said, having a plan is so important. And I, uh, the benefit of, of hindsight and the benefit of failure is like I've made a lot of stuff that didn't work. And I learned so much from more from that stuff that didn't work. And that's how I could be in a position where, oh, okay, something popped off instead of running away from it or being worried that people don't like it getting scared and hiding in a broom closet for six months and whatever, it's like, let's find a way to build off of it, having stuff already, you know, ready to go and having uh, a vision for the direction and then just kind of following that and having fun with it, not letting other people decide for me what it's going to be. That's the thing. Like it's, it's it's trying to find a weird balance because you want to enjoy the project and also take it day by day, but you still need to have that balance of seeing kind of like the general goal or the general landscape that you want to hit on over the next like two years, five years, 10 years. And it, and I think a lot of musicians have that hard time because, because they either want that instant gratification or they're going to over plan and they're going to spend all their time planning. And then it ends up that they waste two years planning. So it's, it's trying to find that balance. And, and that's the thing. It's also, as, as you know, it's right place, like right time, because oh, yeah. while obviously even with the negative connotation of everything that's happened, 
it's kind of been a right place, right time moment because it's put you in the direction of growth, which yep. at the end of the day is what you want. But it's like, it's right place, right time after 20 years of getting stuff in place. You know what I mean? Like learning what I did and didn't want to do. And the beauty of right now, TikTok is that all of a sudden, whereas like even five years ago, it, if you didn't know the right people, you weren't going to get your music in front of the right people, right? There was still so many industry gatekeepers not even that long ago, but now TikTok literally leveled the playing field. You can get in front of people. You can create your own right place, right time. If you just approach it with sincerity, I guess, or a bit of a plan and you know, you're entertaining. Yeah. I, I, I love, I love where we are right now in music because so much of the playing field has been leveled that somebody that maybe before would never have ever found an audience to build a career out of somebody who's like 45, who, you know, it makes like really specific noise music or something like that. And there's a, there's probably an audience for, but nobody was going to back them because it's so weirdly specific that no label would ever take a chance on them. It's like now with the internet, the way that it is, like they could get in front of those like 150 or a thousand people who really like that one specific thing and maybe make a career out of that. Or, or even just like be able to do that with half of their time while they do whatever to pay their bills. I don't know. It's cool. No, absolutely. That's the fantastic thing about the internet is it makes us all so connected to each other. I kind of want to touch on quickly before we wrap this up, the kind of the industry gatekeepers kind of point Mm. of view. And I I think you having the background of being in the industry and do working on your projects and understanding the pitfalls and what to avoid having that is such a blessing in disguise for when the potential to grow with a project, like it, like your projects now starting to grow because now you're able to navigate and see the red flags before they show up. So you're like, oh, I remember that from four years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go left. I'm going to turn right this time. And with industry gatekeepers, it's it's always bothered me because it's it's kind of the mentality of if you don't like have a team around you, you don't have a label, you don't have a manager or agent or whoever. It's the the mentality of a lot of the people in the industry, and, and it still kind of is that, especially like when you're dealing with bookers or, or promoters or anything yeah. like that. It's if no one else believes in you, why should I? Mm-hmm. And while I do understand their perspective on it, because it's like, well, there's there, there there's no hype, there's no this, there's no that, but it's like at the end of the day, you it's the song that comes down, the the music mm-hmm. and the content is the fuel of the project itself, and if there's potential and the music's good, it's not a bad thing to take a chance on a, a band that you've never heard of for whatever it is and, and see how it grows. Cause you never know. Next thing you know, in three years, five years, 10 years, you could be sitting beside that person as they get on stage to accept a Grammy award. Like yeah. it, anything is possible in this industry, as you know. Yeah. Well, I've worked in, I've worked in the industry for a long time um, in many different facets of it, like especially the live music industry and I've met a lot of cool people along the way. And one of the best pieces of advice I ever got for working in this industry is like, be nice to everybody because you don't know who's on their way up and you don't know who's on their way down. And that's just like, you know, a good approach to take in life is like, if you're good to everybody, then, you know, people aren't going to be, you know, you never know what opportunity might come out of it. And plus it's just nice to be nice to people. (laughs) No, absolutely. It's, 
the world and especially the way the world is now and over the past few years and everything that's happened it's the world needs more positivity the world mm-hmm. needs more kindness the world needs more empathy and and just communication because it's everything's going all over the place and and, and live shows are starting to come back yep. we're we're mixing it in like there there's some and it's up and down but hopefully we're still going to keep going in that direction in the next few years but uh yeah andy this has been an awesome conversation i want to thank you for taking the time to yeah. hop on this and chat with me for a little bit uh where can people find you and what you do just uh andy negative a n n d y and the word negative you can look me up i'm primarily tiktok youtube and uh if you go to my website i've got merch but basically the deal is come along for the ride we're having a journey it's gonna be a fun one you're gonna hopefully be entertained through the entire thing and uh i want to chat with everybody that wants to be involved trying to build a community and i think we can have a fun time so come hang out just trying to have a fun time yeah all right guys thanks for another episode i'll see you in the next one take it easy peace